Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But Joining us in studio is David Hellman, back from Hollywood. And on last night with the Get Right. That's right. I'm just I'm like the I'm the I'm the utility guy for the shows today for <laughs> the, this 24 hour period. Utility infielder. Hey guys, what's up? All I have is like nerdy media questions, but I know we're supposed to hammer the Cowboys and the NFL with you. And well, I just, you're in luck. They haven't done anything. There's nothing to talk about anyway. <laughs> I know. Are you surprised? Not even slightly. Do uh, you support the approach? Um. Okay. Like. No, but I don't think I'm as angry about it as some people. I've I said this a few times. I think my stance is is fairly well known if you follow my work. Like my work. Well, I mean, well, that's a national what, guy. Not e- no, I'm not even talking. I've been writing about this dumb team for ten years. I got you know, I've got quite a few bylines about what I think about the Cowboys. Um, no, I I said this yesterday. Like there was maybe one deal that happened yesterday, maybe two, where I was like, oh. The- the Cowboys should have been in on this. Like the vast majority of the deals that get done on the first day of free agency, I think the Cowboys are smart for not doing it. Mm-hmm. The problem is I don't trust that they're going to ever try to supplement that. And what I've said, especially this year, this is this is a really underwhelming free agent class. Like when you just go through the names and the guys available for the amount of money, you look at it and you're like, okay, I don't blame the Cowboys for not chasing a lot of this. But what I would love to see is – maybe get active in the trade market for the first time in your life, like truly getting active. You know, you hear reports yesterday that a team like Denver is shopping their receivers, be it Cortland Sutton, be it Jerry Judy. We've all breathlessly talked about DeAndre Hopkins enough. We don't have to do it anymore. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey's off the table now, but you know there are guys that can be had, and I think there are guys that could be had without having to give up a first-round pick. I would love to see something like that. I don't care – if you don't want to give Tremaine Edmonds $80 million, I don't really think that's a wonderful idea anyway. But there's half a dozen other ways that they could improve this team that I doubt they will do. But that's the stuff I'd like to see. What were the deals yesterday where you were like, I wouldn't have minded them being in on that? The two that came to mind, um, David Long, the Tennessee linebacker, going to Miami. I know he's had some injury issues, so I don't want to be too firm about that, but Two years for $11 million when we're sitting here mm-hmm. talking about bringing Leighton Vander Esch back, what he might be worth. He's a hell of a player when he's healthy. That that stuck out to me. And then the other one was uh, Patrick Peterson, especially when I saw the money. Two years, I think it was $14 million. 
What? Did you hold up an L? Yes. Oh, that's not even an LSU thing. I know I'm wearing an <laughs> no, LSU. I thought you called him a loser. No, yeah, LSU. I thought he was saying like L take. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> no, it's the no, LSU the, thing. The, the TJ Edwards one I thought was a, was was one that that's not a bad deal either. I mean, yeah. it's what, six seven million bucks a year for a line for a linebacker who was really really good last year. Yeah, and I think um, the Houston edge rusher Obo Okrawanko got like thirteen million dollars in Cleveland. That's not a terrible deal, but. Uh, Patrick Peterson specifically, just because, I mean, he did go to LSU. Let's be real, yeah. but I mean, you, he he played. He had one of the better seasons of the second half of his career for Minnesota last year. He would be coming into a situation where there's talent around him. You're not asking him to be the best member of your secondary. You're asking him to be a stopgap uh, to take the pressure off you in the draft. Uh, I thought that would have worked. Obviously, I mean, it's too well. I guess it's not too late since nobody can sign until tomorrow. Right. I don't think the Cowboys are interested in him, but how, I would have been. How did you feel about the Ramsey deal from a Cowboy perspective? <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, even even with the money, and that's what the Cowboys are always going to say is like, "Oh, the money, you can make that stuff work." Um, and the price that they paid, even if even if Jalen Ramsey's on the back end of his prime, even if he's only got like two more really high quality seasons left, that's plenty. That's a Super Bowl window. Super Bowl windows aren't five or six years. They're one or three. Um, now, you're probably having to give up your second, right? Because you were 20 picks behind the who Dolphins. Who are you going to draft in the second round when you're picking it? Trayvon Diggs, Dave! Even um, <laughs> Trayvon Diggs became Trayvon Diggs in year two. If you're trying to win a Super Bowl, what you're getting at... What, what's their second round pick? 58? Yep. So, what? I mean, when you're, you're talking about right now, and I get it, draft picks are about more than that. But who's going to give you more over the course of two seasons, especially when you've already found Trayvon Diggs? You don't need to find him again. They picked Tristan Hill at 58. They, they, thank you for that, Bobby. I appreciate he that. He was a stud. Uh, let's, I mean, hey, stud. Okay, Trayvon Diggs is a good answer. <laughs> good job, Marinelli. That, that was a really good Marinelli. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Tristan Hill. Uh, I mean, Cheeto Wuzier became a, a solid player, but you're not. I mean, you're doing that deal every time for a guy like Jalen Ramsey. So. Yes, I I would have absolutely been interested in you that. You know who I think they would have been interested in yesterday that signed? Not at the price he signed. I think they would have liked Bobby Okariki, the the linebacker huh. from Indianapolis that signed with the Giants. The but he Pat signed he McAfee signed draft pick. He he signed the Bobby Wagner deal that we had suggested a couple weeks ago. It was ten million a year, four years. Wagner My, and Odell in or out. Uh it, I mean it's boring. It's always price. Like what am I paying Odell? If I'm if Odell will come here on a one or two year prove it deal where I'm paying him less than 10 a year. I feel good about it. If he wants like three years, 35 million. I don't think I love that. Bobby Wagner. Same thing. The deal he got from the Rams last year. He signed for like five and 40 last year, didn't he? Uh, no, he signed for ten million. It was five for fifty, but it ended up being essentially a one-year deal because he negotiated As, himself. I mean, it, yeah. If and if you can get that, fine. If you can make sure you can get out of the deal quickly. That's I'm always looking at price and how quickly can you get out of the deal. If Bobby Wagner wanted to come here for, yeah, a deal that I could get out of in a year or two that pays ten or less a year, sure, bring it on. Like those guys are are, are at the age though where they wouldn't like prove it deals aren't really their thing, right? Because they're they're too old to do that. I don't. Yeah, I think of it less as a prove it deal and more as like a like a this this allows it's like a ring chasing deal like yeah. this allows you to get out i mean it's just as good for you to be able to get out quickly because it's more deals you can sign and it's more opportunities to go to a good team if this doesn't work out david hellman fs1 in studio for the hour here on sean rj and bobby when we were doing the draft we would look at the steelers or the ravens picks with envy right 
<laughs> like, oh, yes. oh, they went right off the board. Dang it. That must have been a smart pick. Or right after it, of course, it's it fell the to them. Do you have, like, Howie Roseman envy kind of now? Has he has he reached that category where you're like, I know that was probably a smart move? Yes. Yes. Uh, I actually, I spent, you know, I do speak on FS1 with. Oh. Let see your work. Thank you. God, I never live down the stuff I say to y'all. <laughs> ever. Ever. I wasn't even talking about TV. No, I... <laughs> I was talking about my other career. I was talking about my all the other, career. the my other places career. you can <laughs> consume David Helbert <laughs> content. I hate it here. Aren't you the big... He's the star. Is it the big lead? Oh, yeah. The big lead loves love Dave Helbin. Yeah, I... And this is not the first time. Uh, Dave Helbin, by the way, if you didn't know, at the... Uh, what was the... What's the LSU paper? Uh, the Daily Reveille. The da- Daily Reveille, Reveille, where they... Uh, I believe it was there. Maybe it was somewhere else where off. they said, as long as they're, when he was in college, they were, as long as there are writers like Dave Hellman, the future of media is in okay. good hands. Y'all, is that yeah. Jason McIntyre's site still? Y'all are hurting my Big feelings lead. right yes. now. Why are no. we hurting your feelings? We're gassing I, you up. No, but I don't like that. I like to, you know. Keep it humble. Um, What were we talking about? <laughs> Howie Roseman. Oh, no. so I do the show with Emmanuel Acho and Shady McCoy. Wow. Both of which who played for the Eagles. So they both have a really good relationship with Howie Roseman. And like, you know, on a national TV show, you're probably not talking a whole lot about GMs of teams. But we must we did like 10 segments about Howie and all. I mean, I I think the world of him. I think I identify with him because he's, you know, he didn't he's not a football player. He's he's a short, you know, kind of nerdy guy from New Jersey who started as an intern and made it work. And he's freaking awesome at his job i'm sorry that he runs the team that cowboy fans hate but i he's he's got to be one of the top three gms in the league and anytime he does something like three or four days ago it came out that the eagles are in are are listening to offers for darius slay and i'm like he's gonna flip slay for like a third or fourth round pick and turn right around and use his 10th overall pick on the best corner in this draft and that's how good teams stay good i mean he last year he like they kind of went I don't want to say all in, but they 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 got quite a bit of guys in the offseason. And he still picked up a one. That's they didn't go all in. That's I think Jerry yeah, Jerry. Jerry said that a few weeks ago and everybody was like, "Huh?" Yeah. Cuz where I'm looking at the Eagles are picking in the top 10. That doesn't sound all in to me. Yeah, but he still picks up a one in an no, offseason. He's he's that's what I'm saying. He he's so willing to I mean, he is aggressive. Mm-hmm. Not all in, but he's so willing to be aggressive. He's so willing to think outside the box. The Eagles have picked up so many, and this isn't just this year, but over the years, they've picked up so many pieces that that aren't draft picks. Well, I mean, they signed Javon Hargrave to a big deal. That turned out, that worked out great for them. He's a wonderful player. They traded, uh, A.J. Brown is the big one, but they've done so many little trades too. Robert Quinn didn't wind up even doing anything for them, but all he cost them was like a fourth round pick. I remember the, the year they won the Super Bowl, they flipped like a, th- a third on draft day for Timmy Jernigan, who was mm-hmm. still a really quality defensive tackle. That's the type of stuff I've been mm-hmm. begging the Cowboys to do for years. They do it every now and then. Like they, you know, Michael Bennett comes to mind, obviously Amari Cooper. They do it like once every couple of years. I feel like the Eagles are constantly doing it. And that's the difference to me. Do you feel like you've kind of been positioned on TV as like, you know, all these shows and networks have a cowboy lover and a cowboy hater, right? They're America's team. Do you feel like you've kind of been positioned as like the Homer, the the Dak cowboy Homer? It's it's a weird role reversal because here in Dallas, I feel like I'm more of a pessimist. You know, I'm, I'm the realist, like glass half empty guy. And then I went to LA and 
one weekend I was like, oh no, like I'm I'm the cowboy homer. Like yeah. I, you know, these these pessimistic like that's what is the reaction? You're, you're national like, Mickey. What what is? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that even mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> like what you is there? How 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 have your because you were always very active on Twitter, ton of followers. So like, how has your cowboy following changed or altered, if at all, on your Twitter feed? On TV versus DallasCowboys.com. It feels it feels the same, honestly. I mean, I think again, y'all are it's the same for y'all. Like we've all been doing this and working in this market long enough. Like if you care about sports to a certain degree, you're probably following all four of us. You know, so like I didn't see a huge change in my audience. I would say, you know, again, like you go out to LA, and I'm I'm just like, yeah, you know. Dax probably Dax like Dax on the fringe of the top ten. He's somewhere between eight and twelve among quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the NFL. My whole career, I thought that was a pretty rational take. And I get out to LA, and it's like this guy, he's insane. <laughs> and so I think uh, I think Cowboy fans really appreciated me being willing to go to bat for rational Cowboy takes. It's At actually, least I think a bad so. take. It's a bad take to even say fringe. He's top ten. It's, I think Bobby loves Dak more than you do. I don't think, look, I love Dak. I don't think you can say that so confidently mm-hmm. after the season that he had. And, look, I understand that there are factors that go into it. I, I Trust me, I understand. Like, half of his interceptions were not his fault. All that good stuff. But you end the season the way he did. I'm not going to go to bat for you as firmly as I might have before the season started. I still, on his day, I would put him between 7 and 10, but... So how do you balance? He wasn't on his day as often as I needed him to be this year. How do you balance all this with with Shady McCoy, who's probably the SS, the newest, the newest cowboy villain from the fans? Uh, it's funny. Like I, I love Shady. He's a lot of fun to work with. He's a really great teammate. He actually like, uh, he called me the other day to go through details. Oh, it was Lamar Jackson. We were just like talking through. He was like, so this is what I'm thinking. Like. Am I right about this? Are you right about that? And like, and this is—I haven't been on the show in a couple weeks. I've been back in Dallas, and I appreciated that he kind of still wanted to like riff with me and kind of see what my opinion was. The funny thing—the thing I'll say about Shady, obviously, I don't agree with him about a lot of things, especially when it comes to the Cowboys. I promise you, he's not doing—he's not making a bit. He's not making it up. He firmly thinks that little of everything about the Cowboys. <laughs> he just does. Uh, but. It, I, I can't lie. It makes for good TV because, and he also, he knows the things, especially, like, especially as it pertains to the Cowboys, he knows the things that are going to get me on edge because I, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I'm really not a great, I'm not big on arguing. I don't want to argue, but he knows the things that'll make me be like, hang on. All right. I got, uh-uh, I can't let that slide. Yeah. So it leads to some are good you, segments. Were you like me where when Dak would play poorly, I was dreading having to come in here and set. Would Bro, you dread having to go so sit on set with Shady here, when Dak played bad? When you work for the Cowboys, obviously, like it's such a bubble. You know, if the Cowboys lose, you can slink into work and just sit at your cubicle. Hmm. Everybody else in the building is going to be in an awful mood. Nobody's going to want to talk. And so I didn't realize what a blessing that was, is like, if things aren't going well, you can kind of disappear, at least in your day to day. Not so much on the internet, but yeah. Um, oh my God, dude. All last season, like every time Dak had a bad moment or a bad game, <laughs> I would just be sitting there like, 
I can't believe I have to go to work and do like <laughs> 90 minutes of and and you know especially you know the Cowboys were relevant this year it's a 90 minute show I would just be sitting at home like we're gonna do half of the segments on this show about Dak Prescott and mm. I'm gonna want to oh, jump yeah. out the window all right we have Dave Hellman in studio for the entire hour Mike Florio pro football talk at 9 a.m another Jason Kidd incident after Kyrie misses another Mavs game. That's next right here. Text in whatever questions you want for Ask Dave at 877-881-1053. Next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Brooks picked up by Hardaway. Sidestep three, found his rhythm, and knocks it home in a kiss to the crowd here at American Airlines Center. And a little look over at Luca, who didn't seem to love the blown kiss from Dylan Brooks. The Memphis Grizzlies beat the Mavs 104 to 88. Back to back W stars reverse. They take out the Kraken in back-to-back games. They're playing great. Mavs fall to eighth in the Western Conference. They lost this game in the third quarter. And Jason Kidd lost more Mavs fans after the game. Just understand our health. Uh, this is what we have. This is the cards we're dealt just like anybody in this league. We got to play with the cards that we had tonight. And we played uh, a good half of basketball uh, with a young backcourt that's learning how to play the NBA game. Um, and then just to put that in perspective against a very good defensive team. Uh, and so just understand we, we're getting better. It's just a matter of can we be healthy in time to make a stretch run. And if we're not, that's just the season. No one's dying. No my, one's dying. It's my excuse for everything. Showed up late yesterday. No one's dying, Sean. No one's dying. Yeah, we blamed you for Bobby coming in 
late yesterday, please, oversleeping that he, that he was out drinking. We were out burning please, the midnight please oil. Please back me up on I barely drank when we were out the other day. I mean, if that's what you want to call oh, it. Oh, dear God. <laughs> if and that's what you want to call it. I mean, what about the edibles? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah all <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah, no, it was half a vodka soda. So half that, a vodka soda is all I had. So that's Jason Double. Kidd infuriating Mavs fans with, no one's dying, so what? If we miss the playoffs, big deal. There you go. Not to make everything about the Cowboys, but that reminds me of Romo. Yes. Mm-hmm. What he's just like, the worst, the worst thing that happens, I had a pretty good life, which is objectively true, but not what angry fans want to hear in you the moment. You don't say it into a microphone. Yeah. Exactly. That, that, that's the thing. If Jerry had said that, gosh, could you imagine if McCarthy would have ended the season last year being like, no one's dying, you know? No, yeah. No big deal. People, like, that would have been enough for them to probably fire him. Yeah, like, just, you don't care enough about this? Just, Fake it. Just act more upset than you are until you get off the microphone. How do you guys stack up? Dave Hellman, FS1, joining us in studio here on 105.3 The Fan. How do you guys stack up the sports, like in terms of what matters the most to your viewers? What, what you're supposed to pay attention to the most? NFL is king, man. NFL is king. Uh, it's I don't, I don't think there's a close second. If there was a close second, it would be NBA. College football. I, dude, I wish it would make my life easier because that's like... And Fox has college football I mean, coverage. Well, I mean, not really. They're the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we do talk about college. We, we talked about college in the fall. We would do, like, recap segments. But in terms of... In terms of like what people tune in for, it the it's the NFL. I think everybody knows that. Yes. You know, I mean, if it's a pie chart, yeah, you're talking about eighty percent of the pie is NFL, and then you divvy up what's left between everything else. So not college football, NBA second. I would say NBA two, college football three. Uh, Where's baseball? It, it, it's somewhere <laughs> in there. I mean, you know, we talked World Series for a little bit, but I mean. It's it's NFL and NBA and everything else can kind of get in where they fit in if there's something important happening. College they, hoops, hockey. Yeah, I mean I'm no. Hockey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I like the stars, love it, love it, but we're not talking about that on FS1. Um, like I said, a little bit of baseball. I'm not. I'm I'm off right now. I'm not in studio, but I'm sure in the build up to the tournament, I'm sure they'll they'll do some college basketball. But it's NFL and NBA ninety eight percent of the time. What are you going back? What's the deal? Um, yes. Don't know much more beyond that. I'm you know I'm taking a little breather after the Super Bowl. Uh, I be- I'll be back in studio sometime in April, but. I'm not sure when it's it, like there. It'll be a lot of draft talk. So when the draft gets closer, um, are you still? How's your draft homework compared to the old days? Suffering. I'm mm. I'm trying. I'm trying. I, That's so the only reason you still talk to Bobby. I ran yeah. into Get the draft uh, tapes. Bobby's a lifesaver. He does. He still <laughs> emails me the tape. Um, I I ran into our guy Brian when I got like over the weekend. I ran. I I went and saw him. And I was like, so, about Broadus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I ran Double B, big yeah. B, Papa Bear. Um, <laughs> I was like, so how many players are you up to? And I'm like feeling pretty good about myself because I'll find time when I can to watch a guy or two a night. So I'm, I'm, so I'm up around like 40 players, which I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Brian's like, I'm at about 180. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay. When well, I feel like he's going to quit every year, like, oh, it's, I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth all. I'm like, you're addicted. He's addicted. No way. He he loves the grind too much to ever stop. God bless him. Give me two or three hot college draft opinions, draft opinions that you feel pretty good about. 
a player or a team or a move or just something something you feel good about. Well, we talked about one of them when I first got here, and that's we you know we beat this into the ground. I think the Cowboys need another receiver, even if Michael Gallup is back healthy. I think they need another receiver, and I don't think. I don't think this is the year. You know, like this isn't the no. year that C.D. Lamb falls to you, and this isn't the year. Which, ironically, because Jalen Tolbert didn't do anything last year, but last year it was like, well, you can find a guy in round three. Like this class is loaded. I don't think this is the year to try to play that game. Which is why, you know, Arizona Cardinals. What do you want for DeAndre Hopkins? That type of thing. Like I think you're much better off. This is the year where I think you're better off trying to find proven production over draft hunting. Do you think he has anything left? Yes. Yeah. He's what? He's 31. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I'm not asking him to be the centerpiece of my offense. I'm asking him to be a competent two slash sure. two and a half. Absolutely. I think he's and what I, is he? Uh, he's got like two years left on his deal. Yep. Yeah. I'm asking him to be competent for two more seasons. I think he can do that for sure. All right. Other prospects that you like or um, don't like like Carolina moving up for CJ Stroud. Bijan. Shut up. No, actually, <laughs> the I was uh, so I actually I don't know if it's up yet, but we we put out a mock on Fox Sports this morning, like a free agency mock. Like, okay, some of the big moves have happened. What does that mean for the draft? I think I feel better about what might be available to the Cowboys on defense, even though like all. You know, I'm not just asking all Cowboy questions. No, I know, just but any that's, player. Yeah. Well, that's what I. I mean, that's what I. I guess I fixate on. But I. So, I think the. The more intriguing talent in the back end of the first round, like, of course, quarterbacks are going to drive the narrative, and then there's there's some pretty good offensive tackles in this class, but, like, I'm way more excited about the defensive options, I think, that are available, like, outside the top ten. Like, do you think I'm crazy for thinking that? No, I still, at this point, think there's a good chance that the player I want to pick at 26 is a tight end. Oh. See, I I heard that and I I don't like it. I I don't like that. Have at you all. watched tight ends yet? Any of them? I watched Dalton Kincaid the other day. Not a fan. I think he looks like a college tight end. Ooh, that's, he that's mean. It, it's that's <laughs> he but, was mocked to them. Did by, you watch? Did you watch Musgrave uh, yet? Uh, Luke Musgrave at Oregon State. Yeah, all forty of his catches. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so what? So what? what? That's what do you mean? So what? I'll, that's I'll take the Mitch Trubisky production. I'm the one-year wonder. Yes, uh, a 26 yes. I think our buddy John Mashota mocked Kincaid to them the other day, which I'm not saying they're not good players. I am saying that the number of tight ends that can help you in the NFL right away is very small, and I don't – I'm here for a good time, not a long time. (laughs) I don't want my first-round pick – learning like how to block and how to be useful in 12 and 13 personnel over the course of his rookie season does it resonate with you at all or do you think it matters at all that jerry on his own on the bus brought up and started talking about travis kelsey and the impact that a travis kelsey can have on your offense oh no like clearly dude this is my favorite game to play is like read the tea leaves and all y'all i missed out this year i had a ton of fomo but all y'all went up to Indy and you did your little hobnobbing, and yeah, then poor, poor TV Hellman. We come back, we come back from the combine, and everybody's like, "Well, you know, there's some good tight ends in this class." And I'm like, "Okay, somebody yeah. was <laughs> spilling the deets up in Indy that the Cowboys really like all the tight ends." So I'm not saying it's not possible, but I just look at, I look at some of the cornerbacks that are available. Uh, like I think I mocked Deontay Banks to the Cowboys in this mock draft. If he was still to be available that late in the first round. I would love that, and I think I feel better about getting 
immediate production from a guy like that. Whereas I, I'm look, I'm scared of tight ends. I know there's a lot of good ones, but the amount of tight ends that can come in right away and be that guy. Even Travis Kelsey wasn't that guy. Travis Kelsey did nothing his rookie Schultz, season. Schultz didn't become Schultz till like year, year three yeah. or four. Yeah, I just i i like the i like the Jake Ferguson model a lot better, where you're mm-hmm. drafting that guy on day three, which actually Ferguson was pretty useful right away. Mm-hmm. But you draft that guy on day three and let him come along behind somebody else, and he can be better for you later on. Does it bother you that Jerry was sorry that Jerry was forty percent of the career of Dak Prescott off for how many years he's been in the league? <sighs> It's not great. Is this year three? It's, <laughs> it's not. It's a second year. It's not. But look, we all, we all. I mean, do you guys cite our names when you play Jerry Audio? You uh, ever give us a, have we ever gotten one shout out? We put I, actually. So just, I'm not a hater. <laughs> we we put we usually put the name or the affiliate on um like on the board or on the graphic. And since I've gotten there, because again, I'm a local guy, yeah. I understand how it goes. Whenever, if it's somebody that I know or or like, which I like all of y'all, sometimes Bobby. Yeah. If it's somebody that I know or like, I'll be sure to be like, oh, that's, you know, that's my guy, Sean Sharif. Like, thank oh, you so much oh, for, thank yeah. You. Nice. Well, yeah. I know, Sean. I know how it feels to not have my work credited by a bigger outlet. So I try to return the favor <laughs> when name. I can. Who do you love in the draft? Like, who's your guy? I think if I had to say, so I have two. I don't think you can really call a guy a pet cat if he's a first round prospect. I just that because everybody knows who those guys are. But I really, really like Kalijah Cansey. Who's that? He's, he's defensive tackle Pittsburgh. He's he's which this is it's not fair, but he's an undersized D tackle from Pitt, which is where Aaron Donald went to school. That's that's the comp he's it's, getting. It's it's not fair, and he's not Aaron Donald. I mean, Aaron. That's people think Aaron Donald was like some sleeper. Like he won the Bednarik Award in college. Like he's the most decorated player in Pitt history. He's been amazing his whole life. But this kid, he's he's six one, two eighty six. He ran a faster forty than like half the receivers at the combine. And I know that doesn't matter, but his quick twitch, his burst, the way that he gets off of blocks, I just. He's very enticing D tackle prospect, and I would love. I was thinking about that last night. Uh, the Seahawks signed Draymond Jones, the the Denver DT. And I was like, man, I just want to watch a game wrecking D tackle. I know they're hard to find, but your Chris Joneses, your Aaron Donalds, your Javon Hargraves, like the Cowboys haven't had that type of quality at D tackle in twenty or more years, and it would be fun to find one. Chop, run down your positional values. Let's see if. Hellman agrees uh, nowadays with where football is. Uh, well, quarterback, of course. Yeah. No, let's go down the ones that don't matter. The oh, the ones that don't matter. Yeah. Oh, running back. Yep. Okay. And the entire defense. Not true. No. <laughs> Give the position. Positions group. matter. Players don't on defense. Pay position groups, not individuals. Uh, so uh, it depends. But okay, I'm safety. Anything up the middle. It used to be up the middle was big. Now the middle's bad. Outside. Yeah, deal with the outside. Corners, corners, edge. Good. Sure. Linebacker safeties. Tackles. Run safeties. So strong safeties. Strong safeties is a waste of time. And then <laughs> defensive tackles that don't rush the passer. Hope Donovan Wilson's not listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> waste uh, of time. Yeah. I mean, Don- Donovan Wilson's worth uh league minimum. I would uh, oh my God. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's just for you, Bobby. <laughs> I would argue I think I think safety is kind of seeing a renaissance in terms of all of the things you can do with them, especially Nowadays, some of these guys are just freaks in the sense that 
you got to be big enough and strong enough to play in the box, but good enough in coverage to play back. And if yeah, the I mean, ones that got to guard the tight end, absolutely. A guy that can erase tight ends, cover half the field, mm-hmm. get down in the box, maybe move into the slot. Like you're trying to tell me, Minka Fitzpatrick is not valuable because he's awesome, and any like any defense should really, really want him. I think the like the right guy at that position is worth what they get paid. Let's do a little plead the fifth with Dave Hellman. Let's see if we can make him a little uncomfortable Yay. with some either ors. Dave Hellman in studio and Mike Florio top of the hour here on Sean and RJ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Don't make me take off my belt. All right, it is my segment, the Bobby Belt segment. And we got David Hellman with us from FS1, television fame. You can read about him in the big lead where they drool over him. Kyle Coster, whatever his name is, writes all these puff pieces all the time. It is a puff piece. What a life. What a life David Hellman lives. Dave, we got some... Do you, uh, do you hear from more or less NFL people like have you been hit up or had a player lash out at you or your sources increase from a national perspective being on TV I haven't noticed a huge difference honestly um I guess I wind up in more like big time clips but it's not usually my take that's that's the source of the controversy so I haven't I haven't noticed a huge difference I would say I would honestly even say a little bit less because now, like, I don't cover the Cowboys specifically right now. I've kind of tried to leave those guys alone. Like, I'm sure you're getting it enough from from all the beat writers yeah. that I'm not going to bother you. So I would even 
Right now, a little bit less, but hopefully I get to keep doing this and uh, I can kind of see that grow a little bit. So one of the things I used to do, Dave used to be on the pregame show for the, the network every week. And every week I'd offer 50 to to $100 to work in that is phrases true. for him to say. That is true. On the air or, or little sentences or whatever. Uh, if I offered you that now... For, Did you ever do for it? Speak a couple times. A couple times. If I Dude, like, that. I'll get a text from Bobby at like eight a.m. on a game day and be like, hundred dollars if you can say nine God twice during your interview. In, re- in like reference that. to oh, wow. Jalen Smith. <laughs> I did one. You did one once where you made me say it, I had to say it twice. Dacky P twice. You had I to- had to call Dak Dacky P. <laughs> and the second time I did it, Brian on air was Stop like, what it. the hell's going Stop on? Like, what? Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I was like, can we just get to break? I'll explain it later. Yeah. So, so if I do that for speak, will you take me up on it? I, it depends on what you want me to say. Yeah. If it's, if it's kind of harmless, sure. But. If you want me to call somebody something mean, then absolutely not. Oh, gosh. Then I need to really think about what yeah. kind of investment I want to throw at this. Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple questions for you. I'm, I'm for the first question I want to ask Dave because you just kind of inspired it. Where you, has any player gotten into your yield? Who can you share now that you're no longer DallasCowboys.com? Any great stories of somebody yelling at you in a locker room or anything for something you wrote? Oh, man. Uh, somebody. Uh, I mean, there there was one. I had I, I had one. Uh, incident where actually it's funny and the uh, players are reading the website or are they I, just here in my experience no, very few players are actually digesting the content but they've got people telling them about it that's typically my experience yeah um i don't i don't want to say any specific names but i i remember this and it was a valuable lesson a valuable lesson of just like scandrick no i no <laughs> scandrick and i were actually really cool because I enjoy uh, banter, and I think like when Skandrick realized that he wasn't going to hurt my feelings, he appreciated that. Um, no, in like 20, 2017, if you'll remember, they had a losing streak where they got their asses kicked like mm-hmm. three weeks in a row, and it was right around the holidays, and I made some glib comment about, I was like, well, you know, don't use the, don't use the United, uh, don't use the post office for your Christmas shopping needs this year. Like the Cowboys are really ready to mail anything in for you. <laughs> and like, it went over very poorly in the locker room. And it was, uh, it was a, a nice lesson about like, you know, you could be critical while still being a little bit more respectful. Did somebody you know? actually confront you about it? Yeah. Though? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, not like, not, not but like, dude, what's your problem? We, we had, uh, Terse words. Terse words were had, yes. And I, how about TV? Like, as an athlete hits you up, uh, either in your mentions or on Twitter, like, you know what you're talking about. Not that I am. Or a coach or anyone? Not, not surprisingly not. And I kind of, you know, it's it's a big platform. It's a national TV show. I kind of thought that that might go with the territory. Um, but you're also not. I my, my theory in TV is, like, they say, you know, in sports, everything is cyclical, right? We're going to get back to the run game at some mm. point in time or the big man in basketball. I think your fit there is, like, you're just not going on to be a freaking fake troll. It's like a refreshing, like, this guy's not giving the crazy hot take. You're, yeah. like, the reasonable guy. It's it's pretty rare for me to, like, get worked up and say something out of pocket. So, yeah, I, um, I can't think of anything – uh, especially interesting that's been said to me. Uh, it's, it's de- I can tell it's something. changed him though. TV. 
How so? How, how's that? <laughs> I noticed when you walked in today. Look what he's carrying with him. A coffee oh, mug? Oh, I mentioned that to him first this, thing. You think this is TV changing? That is. That, no, that's that's L.A. That's L.A. New York right there. Very coffee just, mug. You just carry. Like, who carry? He, you drove a car here, right? You didn't walk? Okay, but see. So, like, that, that doesn't make sense. You would think a tumbler or something with a lid on it. You it, Walking in with a coffee mug is very laid back, chill. Like, I'm just moving at my own pace. Not, so, I'm not going fast get cold. enough. It's just bad heat, man. Yeah, I'm not going right. fast enough for it to <laughs> spill. Not to give any pertinent details about my life away, but my apartment, I can see it out that window. <laughs> so, like, um, it's not like if I if I had to drive across town to get here, I would have used a tumbler. But I was like, oh, I'm going a quarter mile. I think I can make this work. Because it's a very, like, uh, the coffee mug over the tumbler, I think, is a very, stu- like, I, I imagine, like, out-of-work authors, like, carry mugs everywhere mm-hmm. they go so i do i don't like tumblers because they keep it's too hot like it does too good of a job where 30 minutes after you pour the cup of coffee it still like burns to drink so i do prefer a mug like if you had like appreciate if, your if uh, very thing, observational <laughs> if your next thing is like a suit jacket with a scarf for like the winter you've completely changed. i would i would have to make fun of myself if that is what wound up happening one of one of my favorite i'm gonna add if you shut it down that's fine but i don't think you'd shut it down because there's nothing negative about it i my favorite can i tell my favorite dave hellman player interaction story of all time oh uh, yeah witten sure. in in the about the lsu game yes yeah, yes yeah, okay yeah. so this is one of the best witten we're we get into open locker room one day this is 2019 this is the middle of the joe burrow run and Witten calls out to Dave from across the locker room. He's like, Dave. And he, like, kind of marches over. and Which, typically, when somebody says that, you think you did something he wrong. Was, he was I'm panicking. Like, you could see it on I'm his like, face, what? like, uh-oh, what? what did I write? Yeah. And so he's like, Dave, you know, uh, when I was growing up, I was a big fan of Walter Payton. I loved Walter Payton. He said, Walter Payton used to, and he was such a class act. He'd score a touchdown, toss the ball right back to the ref. He's like, what, you ever seen me score a touchdown, Dave? What, what do I do? I don't, I don't know. What do you do? Because get the ball tossed back to the ref. Just, you know, act like you've been there before. Reggie White gets a sack. What does he do? Just gets up. Those sideline. Bruce Smith, those guys. Right? You see that? that that's class. You'd agree that's class, right? Yeah, yeah. Jason goes, okay. All right. So why the F can your LSU Tigers not act like they've been there before? <laughs> Holy <laughs> S. This is five weeks in. You guys are talking like you've won the national championship. Yeah. He's, he's like... <laughs> He's like, have y'all never won a big game before? Like, why are you showing your ass out here? Because I mean, LSU partied like they had won the national title when we beat Bama that year. But that was that was. It was really a very funny. intense moment because you thought that it was <laughs> about to go sideways. All right, uh, so we've got a couple questions for you too from uh, the YouTube chat. I saw on a, a couple Twitch. They want to. They're, they're curious for you, Dave. Uh, what is the the thing you missed most about Dallas while you were in LA? Um, this is gonna, this is going to sound funny. The parking, mm. like oh, it, okay. you, like so. It's funny you sit there and make fun of Dallas. You're like, oh, it's just a sea of parking lots everywhere. They're, oh, it's so ugly. In LA, like there, there are no parking lots. Like even <laughs> if you want to go to CVS, you've got to like valet in a garage or park like three blocks away. Ew, uh. You come to appreciate like just running to a store, parking in the parking lot, hopping out and walking in is like. You took. I took it for granted, and I missed it so much because I would be like, "Oh my god, I need, you know, I need coffee, but it's going to be twenty minute trip because how freaking hard it is to park." I that the ability to park, I missed so much. All right, so let's play plead the fifth FS one style. Shady 
or Acho, who has worse takes consistently? I'm not going to say worse. <laughs> uh, Shady, Shady has the takes that I disagree with the most often. Like, Acho and I are usually pretty in line. So, not worst. Okay, all right. Take I disagree with. I definitely disagree with Shady who, more often. Who would you least want to share a 16-hour car ride with of those two? Oh. um, I mean, maybe it's Joy Taylor. I think he so. and Joy are like Instagram buddies. Every every day, you know what I Instagram see on Instagram buddies with all of every, them. You know what I see every day on Instagram? I see this from Joy Taylor. Hey Dave, well, yeah, what are sit, we doing, Dave? We sit next to each other. <laughs> uh, look, Shady actually. Shady has a unique. Shady's one of those people that could make friends with the freaking broom in the broom closet. Like he's he's gonna like in his own world. Sure. No, like he he's so he's so outgoing and social. He can make friends with anybody, which is it's an admirable quality. But in a 16 hour car ride, maybe you want to be like, hey, we need a minute to Chill. let's just listen yeah. to the podcast and relax <laughs> for a little bit. All right. What is uh? what is the worst show on FS1? Oh, oh wow. Uh, you can plead the you fifth. You can yeah, plead the no, fifth. No, I'm, I'm pleading the fifth on that. <laughs> the fifth on that. Uh, I was trying to think of a smart Alec answer. FS1 personality that you would swap one of your teammates for on speak. Nope. I love my teammates. No way. I'm pleading <laughs> the fifth. Okay. If you could add a fifth then from from any of the other shows, any, any, any other FS1 personality. Um, Probably, I think Colin. Just because, mm. like, he's—I mean, he's—he's he's freaking Colin Cowherd. First of all, he like he's—that comes with a lot of cachet, and he's also knowledgeable about the things that I like to talk about. So, like, me and Colin riffing on NFL or college football would be very fun. What is? And this is a uh, not FS1. This is more related to the station here and your longtime teammate with Broadus. What's something even we don't know about Broadus? I mean, y'all—either a great story or just a personality yeah. quirk that he's hidden from us. <laughs> you think? That, I think, I mean, I've just always loved, uh, I lo- like, you know, Brian's very, he's a middle-aged white dude, like, and he's very, <laughs> he's very buttoned down, like, it's either the, the puffer vest or the button-down shirt, but the funny thing, he always, he hides his swag in his shoes, I always think uh. it's, like, his shoes are all, like, neon, like, whether yeah. it's, like, a highlighter yellow pair of sneakers or, like, he's got the purple chucks, but like he's boring white guy all the way down, and then you get to his shoes, and it's surprisingly swaggy, which I just always hmm. thought was an interesting quirk. He always does the LSU colors. It seems like he on does, Yeah, he likes purple and and, and gold purple, for yeah. sure. That's what you do when you when you when you went to a real college? We're kind mm-hmm. of obnoxious about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which one of your FS1 teammates would you least want on your side in a zombie attack? I mean, I love her to death, but Joy. <laughs> and Joy, Joy would probably be like, no, like, you don't want me. Like, I'm, mm-mm, that's, you know. Can you ask her if she remembers me? Sure, yeah. Like, right now, she's on vacation. But oh. I think she's, uh, she's like, so out, I, out of country I, right now. You know, now. I, I took a, I, I shot my shot with her at the Super Bowl. And oh, is that right? I was rebuffed <laughs> with great prejudice. I mean. It was a great line, too. Do you remember what it was? Yes, we were sitting in the. Uh, we were sitting. It was in. It was in Houston, right? We were yeah. sitting like our great bar. Was, great bar setup. Yeah, our group was here, and it was Sean and and then and me and Rappaport. Man of Storm. Was Rappaport with us at the time? Uh, Rappaport was there. Y'all could see him. At, yeah, oh. and behind us, Hush. he couldn't see over. Behind <laughs> us was like right behind me was Joy with a group of people that she was with, and the crowds dispersed, and it's just her and I left, and we kind of like turn, so we're now side by side, and I look over and I say. 
So this is what it feels like being the best two, you know, the best two looking, wait, the two best oh, looking gosh. people in this room, whatever. Maybe this line. is why she shot you down. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> so, I was like, so what's it feel like being the two best looking people in this room? And I think there may have been an eye look like that, but I'm not positive. And she just walked away. Mm. That's didn't a great say line. a word. Oh, thank you. Didn't, say, didn't say a word. I mean, if I had to guess, Joy hears something like that every other day. Yeah. So no offense. Yeah. She, I'll, what what Super Bowl was it? It was Houston. Oh, so twenty like sixteen. What was your pickup right? yeah, line probably. for? Uh, none whatsoever. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have anything you need to plug? Uh shoot. I mean, website. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm you know I'm I'm back in Dallas for the time being. I'll be I'll be writing for Fox Sports, FoxSports.com. Uh, you know, when the Cowboys get around to joining free agency, I'll have some <laughs> stuff to say about it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at David Hellman underscore. I will I'll be back on Speak at some point. I don't know when. That's you know, if you happen to be listening and you like the show, thank you. Uh, some people have asked me like, are are you not doing the show anymore? And I'm like, I am, but. I don't know when, so I don't really feel like plugging it yet, but I'll let y'all know when that happens. Thank you for coming in, man. Of Double course. duty with the get right, Sean and RJ. David Hellman, way alert in <laughs> the Metroplex for the time being before back out to Cali. Mike Florio on Michael Irvin dropping the lawsuit and everything else going on in free agency. Florio joins us next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 